Hello, geeks, geekettes, and those stumbling around for something new to listen to. Welcome to episode number one, numero uno, the premiere, the one that started it all. In 50 years, when your grandchildren ask about this show, you'll be able to say that you were here from the start. You, my friends, are now a part of the origin story for Geeky Therapy. Geeky Therapy is a show that ventures to free your mind from the chains of a weight we call life and escape deep into the realms of popular culture. Superheroes, comic books, horror, technology, you never know what I could choose to cover. But what I can promise you is deep analysis, controversial opinions, and a handful of bad words. I'm your friendly neighborhood host, Vega, and I will be guiding you on today's therapeutic journey into Avengers Infinity War. Okay, so let's go ahead and begin. Uh, we have quite a bit of material to get through. Uh, but before we really dive into any predictions or, or the like in regards to Infinity War, let me preface this discussion with Anything I state is purely a prediction that I have thought up in my crazy little head. There is no evidence to support that anything I'm saying is true or will happen. If I happen, if I just happen to be right about something, then it's yay me! But it is completely by chance. Nothing I say can be considered a spoiler. I know just as much about the plot or or the happenings of Infinity War as you do. Um, now, if you're Anthony or Joe Russo and you happen to be listening to this, then I am lying and I do not know anywhere as much as you do. Uh, but outside of them, I know just as much as the rest of you. Um, so, uh, uh, moving off of that, the format of the show, uh, I have a list of um, 26-ish characters that are scheduled to appear in the movie, um, or at least expected to appear in the movie, and I have them divided into three groups. Uh, the first group is See You Tomorrow. Uh, those are the characters that I believe will make it out of Infinity War Alive. Uh, the second group is Watch Your Back. I believe that these characters have a decent chance of dying. And then I have Death, Death, Death. If you can't figure out what group that is, then look up Death in the Dictionary. Um, well, Google it, I guess is the modern way to put it now. Google it. Google Death. Tell me what you find. Pretty pictures? Something you want to hang on your wall? All right. So first I'm going to use, I want to go ahead and, 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 and grab a handful of characters in the See You Tomorrow group um, and just kind of get through them really quickly. Uh, the first uh, being Black Panther. Um, this this movie, uh, his solo movie, has you know taken the world by storm, number three in domestic box office, in the top ten worldwide box office. This franchise isn't going anywhere. Uh, T'Challa is the face of the franchise. He's not going anywhere. Uh, the whole, you know, there, there's at least going to be a major portion of the movie that takes place in Wakanda. Um, and he is going to be the head of it. He is going to see it out. He's going to see it end. 
Um, I'm going to be honest. If Black Panther died, I wouldn't bat an eyelash. I liked him in Civil War. I thought he had this really calm edginess about him that was very appealing. But once I finished Black Panther, I, I felt like he was the most boring and bland characters out of out of everyone. Um, so. You know, I expect him to have a lot of authority in the movie, especially during the battle in Wakanda. But as far as death, he's not going anywhere. Um, let's look at Shuri. Shuri is, uh, of course, based in Wakanda as well. Black Panther's younger sister, the real star of the Black Panther movie. She's not going anywhere either. I do believe she's going to have a major role in the movie. A lot of Tony's, a lot of the features of Tony's new suit, uh, from the bleeding edge armor to the blasters on his hands all appear to be inspired by technology we have seen Shuri develop in the Black Panther movie. Um, we also see in the trailers that she is appearing to try to work on a solution on protecting the vision, um, whether it's, uh, maintaining his, his conscience, uh, you know, as, as being originally, you know, as being formed from, from an AI, from Jarvis. Um, I assume that they can, they can upload his conscience, his conscience to, to some sort of artificial, um, platform, uh, or just simply separating the Mind Stone from him while him maintaining his, uh, you know, his ability to live. Um, the latter being much more likely. Um, but, uh, she, she's gonna have a major role. And I think that's good for her, the character, and the Black Panther franchise. But as far as death, uh, she will not be visited by by Mistress Death during this movie. Spider-Man's not going anywhere. Spider-Man's not even owned by Marvel. It's owned by Sony. Um, if Spider-Man dies, it will be by Sony's own stupid-ass hands. Um, you know, I, I do think that there's potential for Spider-Man to get... Uh, to have some de serious damage... Uh, from Thanos, um, to be dealt some, some serious damage. I, I, I know that there's a, a number of scenes, um, in which we see Tony with a really, you know, a, a face of dismay. And we've seen from, from Civil War and Spider-Man Homecoming that Tony does maintain the strong sense of responsibility for Peter's well-being. And if, if anything bad was to happen to Peter, I do see Tony taking it to heart, but I see that happening with a, with a multitude of characters. If they were to get hurt, I could see Tony, uh, you know, really feeling responsible. Um, Scarlet Witch isn't going anywhere. I think that we will see Scarlet Witch also play a major role in this film, but more in the battle front. Um, We've seen in Civil War that because, you know, her powers were, were created through experimentation with the Mind Stone, that she is able to overpower Vision. Or at least in that one scene, she was really easily able to overpower Vision, even though Vision houses the Mind Stone. So with Thanos' you know, Thanos being powerful all on his own, but considering he's really going to be emphasizing the use of the Infinity Gauntlet, I do think that the Scarlet Witch's powers are going to come into play heavy in this movie. Um, I will, I, I, I do predict that we will see the Scarlet Witch either one use her powers in a way we haven't seen before, or two 
uh, display a level of power that we didn't know that she uh, that she has had this whole time. Of course, uh, with Scarlet Witch uh, and the things that we have seen in the trailers, it's hard not to automatically discuss the Vision. Um, we see Vision in a human form. Um, so, you know, I'm assuming that him and Scarlet Witch are doing the hibbity-dibbity. Um, really popular death prediction uh, the Vision is leading up to Infinity War. I almost want to say Vision won't die because it seems too obvious. Um, but he is the first character we are discussing from the Watcher back group. I do think there's a 50-50 chance that the Vision doesn't make it out alive. Uh, I do believe Thanos will attain the Mind Stone. Um, whether that means Vision dies or not, I'm not sure. I don't think that any of us really understand the the integration of the Mind Stone with, with Vision's Light Force, which I do believe is one of the primary uh, tasks that Shuri will have uh, during the movie. Um, but yeah, 50-50, Vision could die, uh, but I think it's just too obvious, and I feel like it would be a, a good good thing to maintain. Can maintain the Vision being alive. Uh, give us another movie to explore the relationship with Scarlet Witch and Vision, uh, and then go ahead and kill them all, for all I care. Um, another character that I think is a 50-50 uh, to walk out of Infinity War alive is, is Falcon. And I'm going to be honest, the only reason I have him on this list to, to potentially die is because I don't care about the Falcon. I don't care about Falcon at all, and I don't know why he's still around. I really don't. He is, to me, just very uninteresting. He's one-dimensional. He just doesn't give anything to the films, uh, in my opinion. Uh, and also, I think, I think his primary role, you know, has been, um, as like a, as a present connection for Cap. Uh, and Cap happens to be in the death, death, death group. So, I don't think there will be much of a reason for Falcon to stick around. Um, a couple another safe characters just to go through. Hulk, he's not dying. Uh, you know, they've talked about Thor Ragnarok beginning, being the start of a three movie arc for the Hulk. Uh, you know, since Universal still owns, uh, distribution rights to solo Hulk movies, uh, Marvel can't, can't develop any. Um, so they're kind of giving Hulk his own movies through being paired in other movies. So with Thor Ragnarok being the first, my assumption is Infinity War may be the second one. Uh, we'll at, he'll at least be around until Avengers 4. So Hulk, not going anywhere. Winter Soldier isn't going anywhere. Um, I guess we're supposed to call him White Wolf now. Uh, spoiler. I know that's a little late, but spoiler for uh, Black Panther end credits. Uh, White Wolf originally was a uh, a man of white descent that, I can't remember how he ends up in Wakanda. I think it's by accident, though, and through, through you know, however, what kind of adventures, uh, T'Challa kind of adopts him, in a way, as, like, his brother, uh, I believe is the way it goes, and then he becomes the White Wolf. And it looks like that's what they're they're pulling from in regards to Winter Soldier's. Um, 
role going forward. I really hope we don't call him White Wolf. I really like... I like the Winter Soldier as a character, both in the comics and in the movies. And Winter Soldier sounds awesome. White Wolf sounds not awesome. So he's not going anywhere there. I'm pretty sure... In the past, it was reported that Sebastian Stan signed like a nine-movie deal or something along those lines. Uh, so just based on logistics, he's probably not going anywhere. I do not think, though, he will stick around to take over the mantle of Captain America. Uh, we'll get into the Cap stuff uh, later on. But if Cap does die, I just don't think there will be another Captain America. Uh, and I think that's the right thing to do. So, no, I don't think Winter Soldier is sticking around because he'll be Captain America. I think Winter Soldier is sticking around because he's awesome. Rocket and Groot aren't going anywhere. They are the heart of the Guardians of the Galaxy. They are also, you know, uh, the largest merchandising movers um, for that franchise. So Disney still wants to make their toy money. Uh, so Rocket and Groot are sticking around. Um, Star-Lord. Let's move into some some more of the Guardians. Star-Lord, I don't think, is going anywhere. Um, I don't think his story arc is done yet. I don't think we've seen the character arc come full circle. Uh, you know, in the first Guardians, uh, it was learning to, to work with a team. In the second one, it was exploration of his self. Um, and, you know, in this movie, we'll see a more matured, um, a more experienced uh, Peter Quill uh, but I still think there's room for him to grow, and and if he's going to go out, it needs to be in a you know in a blaze of glory in this in this great sacrifice. Uh, but I don't think it will be in this movie in Avengers Four. Not going to say it won't happen there, but in Infinity War, Star Lord is making it out alive. As for the rest of of those associated with the Guardians, Gamora, Nebula, and Drax. Uh, I'm not including Mantis in this because I don't really have anything great to say about Mantis. Um, but for Drax, Gamora, and Nebula, I think they all are in the Watcher back group. I think they all have an opportunity to die in this movie. Um, Drax's comic origins are that he was created to defeat Thanos, to fight Thanos, to kill Thanos. Um, and I know in the movies it was slightly altered. Um, you know, his... his he kind of attains his own life goal of killing Ronan uh, because Ronan killed his family, but then he learns that it was Thanos who gave the order, um, and now he's kind of shifted to be like, oh, I will kill Thanos. Um, so I do think there could be a moment of, of real uh, idiocy on his part in the same way as in uh, Guardians when he attacks Ronan and gets his green ass kicked. Um I do think that uh, we could have a moment like that where he just blindly goes after Thanos and Thanos squashes him. Um, Gamorma, uh, Gamorma, <laughs> Gamorma, uh, Gamora and Nebula, the the daughters of Thanos. One of them is dying. I do not know which one. In the Infinity Gauntlet storyline, Nebula has a really interesting uh, role. And I could see her uh, kind of having the good person turn, you know, where she's defending the good and she sacrifices herself. Um, so I could see that happening completely. Uh, Gamora, you know, she's definitely serving as the point person for Thanos' knowledge. 
uh, in the preview, you know, you can hear her, you can hear the voiceover of her discussing uh, Thanos' dreams, uh, you know, of wiping out half the universe to balance it, and um, so I think she's going to have, uh, you know, an important role in regards to the the intellectual portion of the movie. Um, in in uh, other members of the Avengers, Guardians, all of that being prepared for Thanos' arrival and what to expect. Again, kind of like Nebula, I can see her, you know, making that sacrifice. Um, but in her sense, I see her more as trying to get revenge on her dad. Um, I know for Nebula, it could be the same thing, considering, you know, Nebula always thought Thanos uh, looked at Gamora as as the favorite, which I mean, I think that is true. Um, but I really think that you know Gamora really turning to the good side, you know, joining the Guardians. Um, well, I guess in the MCU, being a founding member of the Guardians, um, really kind of may look at at some of this as as being a responsibility uh, for herself because it is her father. Um, but Gamora or Nebula, one of them will die, um, I believe. Uh, but I also think Drax has has a good chance of going as well. Uh, let's touch on War Machine for a second. I have seen some really interesting theories that that James Rhodes is not in the War Machine armor. Who the fuck are these people? James Rhodes is absolutely in the War Machine armor. They're not pulling some random person on the streets to man it. No one else is jumping in that suit. But I also don't think War Machine is going to die. Why? Because they already crippled him. That would just be rude. Um, in the same sense, a spoiler alert for those who um, have stepped away from The Walking Dead um, and did not see uh, the beginning beginning of season seven, I believe the introduction of Negan, um, spoiler alert, warning and out in the same way that throughout, I don't know if it happened as much during season five, but definitely in season six, they faked out Glenn's death so many times that when that in the season premiere of seven, when Negan bashes his head in with a bat, I was completely desensitized to Glenn's death. Didn't care. Didn't care at all. Uh, had no heart for him. I thought he died a hundred times before then. Um, now, we haven't had that exact same scenario with War Machine, but that was a really serious thing that happened to him at the end of Civil War. Um, I, I do think that because of that, he is protected. Uh, protected. Um, I'm not exactly sure of the time frame of when Infinity War takes place uh, when compared to Civil War, um, but... I think we've seen Don Cheadle in in one of the trailers uh, in Wakanda, uh, so I'm I'm almost 100% sure James Rhodes is, is still War Machine, um, and I guess he's healed enough, uh, or the armor acts as as uh, you know kind of as a way for him to to uh, overcome the handicap of of being paralyzed if he still is. Well, let's go ahead and move into someone that I have in in the death group. Someone that I don't believe is going to make it out of Infinity War alive. Uh, and that would be Black Widow. 
Um, it has nothing to do with her being absolutely powerless. Um, though that's not the, you know, worst justification behind it. But I don't care about Black Widow. I've never cared about Black Widow. I've never really cared about the character. I mean, she was a great, she was a good supporting character in Winter Soldier, but I don't believe there's a need for her anymore. Um, I, I do believe, so here comes a little bit of, maybe a little bit of controversy here, but I think some of you may agree with me on this, so maybe not as controversial, but I believe Black Widow has been kept around so long because of feminism. Um, I mean, I'm all for equality, I'm all for all that stuff, but I do believe that they kept a female around because there was no other female. They wanted to keep Black Widow around because they needed female representation. Is there anything wrong with that? Absolutely not. But we're no longer in that position. You have Scarlet Witch. You have, um, you have the Wasp. You have Captain Marvel coming. Uh, I think Gamora has held her own uh, as a strong female character, though she's probably biting the bullet. Um, so I don't think there's a reason for Black Widow anymore. She has reportedly a solo movie coming. My assumption is that that's going to take place in the past. I don't think it's going to take place in the future. Um, so I think Widow is done for. And... That may be what leads to Hawkeye becoming more involved in the war, considering he is quote-unquote retired at the beginning of Infinity War. Um, I don't... I think it's really cool. I kind of like... I really do like the tactics that uh, Marvel is taking with Hawkeye. Kind of just keeping him removed from everything. Almost like he doesn't exist. I really kind of like that. I think it's funny. Uh, especially seeing people get all up in arms about it. I like Hawkeye. I think he's a fun character. He adds a cool dynamic. Um, I don't think he's dying, by the way. Uh, he's not dying. Uh, I do think he'll do something important, though. Um, but I think if Black Widow dies, uh, it will, it will be, it'll be Hawkeye's push. You know, in the original Avengers movie, Coulson's death, um, served as, as the pushing point. As the breaking point for the Avengers coming together and fighting against uh, Loki and the Char and the Chitari army, um, I do think that perhaps Hawkeye's push or to the to his breaking point in this movie uh, could be the Black Widow. Now they may not want to give Hawkeye that much uh, that much weight uh, from the movie, so Black Widow dying and pushing Hawkeye may not even be a thing. But I don't think there's a reason for Black Widow to be around anymore. Um, and I do think she is going to be one of the ones that bites the bullet. Uh, one character that people, I don't hear people talking about at all. And, and, and it makes no sense to me because of the way they are justifying Vision's death. So many people are justifying Vision's going to die because he has the Mind Stone and Thanos and the Black Order will get the Mind Stone from him. No one is using that justification as all at all for Doctor Strange. Now, I understand Doctor Strange isn't being powered in any way by the Time Stone. I get that. He wears it on a nice, pretty little necklace around his neck, and it looks shiny, and it's real cool, and he can do magic with it. But if we're going to apply the fact that having an Infinity Stone puts you directly in Thanos' path, 
uh, which which almost equals death, then we have to do it for Doctor Strange too. Uh, I do think Doctor Strange. I put him at risk of dying simply because he has an Infinity Stone. Right. In my personal opinion, Doctor Strange isn't going anywhere. Um, I do feel like it is going to be from Doctor Strange's universe that we end up getting our next big bad. Even with the acquisition of of, of uh, Fox and, you know, us. I mean, not us, but, you know, we, we feel like we're a part of it. But uh, Marvel and the MCU, you know, getting, you know, names like Doctor Doom and Galactus. Um... I do feel like Dormammu is likely the one, if not the next big bad, at least like a really, a really uh, uh, important villain uh, for in the future of the MCU. So I don't think Doctor Strange is going anywhere. Um, I mean, we need, you know, a Sorcerer Supreme. Um, I like Wong. He's cool. He's not dying either. But... Uh, I don't want Wong taking over to be the Sorcerer Supreme. Um, it's got to stay Stephen Strange, and I, I do think he'll stick around. Um, but we can't deny the fact that he is directly in harm's way. Um, one character that people are really talking about dying is Pepper. Thinking that, you know, Tony's all in dismay and sad and depressed because Pepper dies. Um, maybe? I mean, I don't really know how I feel about that. Um, Pepper hasn't been... I mean, she had a lot of screen time in Iron Man 3, but she hasn't been a character that we've really seen develop over the course of, of, of the movies in the MCU. We've seen the relationship with her and Tony develop, but her as a character, not so much. Uh, so I can't really look at, you know, oh, her character arc's completed or, or there's so much more to do with her character arc as a justification behind her living or dying. Um, I put her in the Watcher back more based on other people's theories and thoughts behind Pepper Potts dying. Um, but I, I don't think she will. I do think Pepper Potts is going to live. I don't think Pepper, Bop, bleh, Pepper Potts is going to be in this movie any more than six minutes. And that's being generous. Um, Ant-Man and the Wasp. I don't know where they are in this movie. I really don't. You know, the the second Ant-Man and the Wasp, of course, which is, which is the sequel to Ant-Man, is supposedly going to take place between Civil War and Infinity War. So depending on how that movie ends, which of course we won't know until we've already seen Infinity War... Um, I don't know what, what their status will be. Um, they are expected to be in the movie, uh, but they are another, uh, you know, some other characters that we haven't seen anything of. Uh, no indication of their status. Uh, we haven't seen them in space. We haven't seen them in Wakanda. Um, we didn't see them in New York. So I don't really know what to think of them. I don't think they're going anywhere. I do think that they are another... Uh, they're another set of characters that is is going to help push the future of the MCU. I don't think they're going anywhere. I do think they they are safe. Um, they honestly, I could see Ant Man and the Wasp having more of a cameo role in this movie than a major role. I, I know we've seen, um, I think we, we've seen stuff with Paul Rudd on set, so obviously he's in the movie, 
Uh, as far as having a major role, probably not, unless the fan theory of Ant-Man shrinking really small, you know, sneaking his way into Thanos' head and then expanding really large to blow up his head is true. Um, I don't think Ant-Man's going to do anything major. Um, unless, you know, they start dealing with the quantum realm and and things like that, which would be really cool. Uh, open lots of doors for possibilities. Uh, but not sure. Ant-Man and the Wasp, as well as Hawkeye, are really remaining. I What I think are really intriguing mysteries for the movie, um, I really don't think we know anything. I think what we know, we don't know. Um, I think it's really easy to try and piece together what we've seen from trailers and, and put together a timeline and a plot for the movie, but I really don't think we know anything about this movie other than Thanos and the Black Order and a bunch of alien thingies that I can't remember the name of. Um, are going to fight against superheroes, and he wants and he wants the the shiny the stein, the shiny stones uh, to put in a shiny glove, and he wants to kill a lot of people. I really do think that's what we know. But anyway, uh, moving on, uh, that really completes everyone uh, except uh, Thanos himself um, from from the groups. Not that I from people that I don't think will die or only have a 50-50 chance of dying. Um, we have four four characters left uh, that I want to discuss uh, their deaths. Um, and then Thanos. Thanos I'm going to talk about last uh, because the the uh, what I think will happen to Thanos will depend on what my thoughts are about the ending of the movie. Uh, so let's move into the death, death, death group. Uh, we've already talked about Black Widow. I'm going to talk about Loki. I think Loki is the first character to die in the movie. I think that um, there have been some interesting theories, um, such as when uh, when you see Thanos holding Thor's head uh, in the trailers, and it's he's kind of turning it. He's actually turning it so Thor has to watch Loki die. Um, I think that's really cool and probably very plausible. But I do think that when uh, Thanos, you know, and the Black Order get onto the ship with all the Asgardians, um, I do think that Loki will, it'll be some sort of, of bartering, uh, whether it's for his life, Thor's life, or both their lives, um, that leads to Loki giving Thanos the the Space Stone, the Tesseract. Um, but I do think that that will result in Loki dying. I think Thanos will have little patience for, you know, Loki was supposed to... Loki, back in Avengers, was supposed to begin Thanos' invasion and all of this stuff. Uh, and, and Loki has done nothing but fail and then kind of just disappear and do his own thing. Um, I feel as though Thanos is not going to take kindly to that. You know, you kind of have a big, strong purple dude, you know, who's who's light years stronger than you are, and and you were supposed to do something for him, and you didn't do it. Um, I don't see Thanos having a lot of forgiveness for Loki, and I think Loki will have to pay for, uh, you know, kind of forming that relationship with Thanos and it coming back to bite him in the ass in the most severe way. So, uh, Loki, it was nice knowing you. You were a great character. You were probably the best villain uh, that, uh, that, that the MCU created, uh, but he will be gone. Uh, I think at the same time, Heimdall is going with him. Um, I mean, I think most of the Asgardians are dying, if not all of them. 
Um, but I do think Heimdall is probably going to die. Um, I do not believe he has the Soul Stone. Um, I don't really have a... Uh, I don't have a theory about where the Soul Stone is, so I'm not going into any of that. Um, but I do think Heimdall will die. Nothing really left for him to do. I think we've seen what we could see of a character arc with him from having such a high standing as as the, you know, um, as whatever role he had in Asgard. I don't even know what that role was. Um you know, but he, you know, he was the guardian, I guess, in some way, um, guardian of the realms. And he was supposed to keep watch uh, over, you know, everything and guard the, uh, the rainbow bridge. Uh, so, uh, you know, and then in, in Ragnarok, you know, he's stripped of all of that and he's, he's just a man. So I think that's probably it. I think we're done with Heimdall. He's dead. Bye. Um, which leads us to the big two. Captain America and Iron Man. Conventional wisdom at this point puts Captain America as dying. And leading up to this show, this episode recording, I 100% believed Cap is dying. Tony's not dying. Cap is dying. Except now that I have forced myself to think about it, I'm swaying the other way. I think Iron Man, I think Tony Stark is going to die. But that doesn't mean that I don't think Cap will die. I don't know why everyone thinks one of them has to survive. I think there is enough star power left uh, with what we also with what we have coming that people are still going to flock to see Avengers 4. Even without Iron Man or Captain America. But I get it. I understand marketing. You want to, you know, still keep something to draw in a majority of fans. So I do think one of them will walk out. Um, again, up until I'm saying these words, I was sure Cap was dying over Tony. But the thing that has me more convinced that Tony is going to die is in one of the uh, one of the uh, the more recent set of posters released for Infinity War. They have a setting. The setting on the poster looks exactly like the set of steps and destruction at, to at the top of the steps that was seen in Tony's nightmare vision in Age of Ultron. Um, I'm not saying that that vision will come to fruition, but probably something close to it in which most of the you know most of the team's beaten down uh and Tony makes that sacrifice that we thought and he thought he was making at the end of the Avengers you know floated up into outer space you know through the the portal and uh you know save the city from being nuked or whatever kind of missile that was I'm not sure if it was a nuke or not but you know save the city from being destroyed and he floats back and you know, his heart stops and whatnot, and then, you know, Hulk screams and he wakes up. Um, I do think that we we have clearly seen a full character arc uh, from Robert Downey Jr.'s Tony Stark. We've seen it all. He was a nobody. He was a – well, he wasn't a nobody, but he was nothing. He was no one good. 
he was, you know, greedy, money, power hungry, egotistical. Well, I guess the egotistical never changed. Uh, you know, at the end of Iron Man, he changes his way. You know, he tries to become a beacon for good. Uh, in Iron Man 2, he struggles with that line between, you know, his past discretions and what he is attempting, the person he's attempting to become. Uh, so his internal struggle is shown, you know, externally with him and versus Whiplash. Uh, and then in Iron Man 3, you have Tony. Um, it, to, Iron Man 3 was really a Tony Stark movie, but it was him wrestling with his own, his own mortality. Um, and we kind of see that, uh, concluded. So, uh, other than mentoring Spider-Man, there really is not much left we can do with the character of Tony Stark. Um, I do think that this movie is going to leave a big crater in people's hearts. And I think that it will be a crater in the shape of Tony Stark's helmet. Um, we see a lot of him in the trailer. And I'm thinking that that is purposeful. Let's get people remembering, thinking about Tony Stark, thinking about Iron Man. He's in the trailer a lot. Uh, you know, we hear him in some voiceovers, uh, and then we're going to kill him. Uh, again, it's, it's, it's the fact that there, that the setting from his nightmare vision that was shown to him by the Scarlet Witch in Age of Ultron, that setting, it has to be that setting. It's too, it can't resemble that setting and not be the same place. Like, it is shown on a poster. Tony is going to be faced with some dark-ass demons, and then he's going to sacrifice himself. And my my real prediction, my full-on prediction, is that Iron Man's going to sacrifice himself to save Captain America. Um, you know, I do feel like Tony feel I do feel like Tony feels he owes Cap for all the shit that came from Civil War. Uh, Cap becoming a fugitive. Cap having to be on the run. Um. And, and I do think Tony is going to repay him in the ultimate way. Um, also, you know, kind of, you know, I touch a lot on character arcs and character development. Captain America has been in a lot of movies, and I still feel like we haven't reached a full arc with him. Now, Infinity War may be the culmination of his character arc. You know, I'm not going to say that it's not. But, you know, we've seen him pulled you know, pulled into a whole new world, being pulled into what is his future, um, you know, after being frozen and, and, and having to, to battle with, uh, with everything he thought was, was good and true, um, to actually being on the run and against everything he thought was good and true, um, you know, to being this, this kind of hero hiding in the shadows, um, there's a lot more to do with 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 uh, Steve Rogers and Captain America. Um, still, I, I that, that doesn't mean he's safe. I think it's just as likely that that Cap dies uh, as I feel Iron Man will die. Um, I do think one will live, but uh, right now I am again since the first trailer dropped, even before the first trailer dropped, my thought was. Captain America is dying, and I need to come to terms with that, because I really do like Captain America. 
not in the comic books as much. I was never a big cat fan in the comic books, but in the MCU, I'm a huge fan. Um, you know, I love, I, I love the way he's portrayed. Um, but, but I really think it's Tony. Plus, Marvel will save a shit ton of money if they can get uh, Robert Downey Jr. You know, uh, off their contract list. I mean, let's just be honest. Dude's expensive. Um, so, kind of just to do a quick, quick, quick recap. Those who are gracefully leaving us are likely to be Iron Man, Captain America, Black Widow, Loki, and Heimdall. Um, those who will we have a good chance of losing are Falcon, Thor. Oh, I never talked about Thor. I have him highlighted, but I never actually talked about him. Um, real quick, uh, let me finish the recap and then I'll, I'll talk about Thor. Um, Pepper Potts, Doctor Strange, Vision, Drax, Gamora, Nebula. And those who are surviving to, to see another day are Black Panther, Spider-Man, Shuri, Scarlet Witch, Hulk, Winter Soldier, Rocket and Groot, War Machine, Star-Lord, Hawkeye, Ant-Man, Wasp. Um, but real quick, Thanos, uh, not Thanos, Thor. We have seen a complete character arc with Thor. Um, clearly he is going to create a new weapon um, in Infinity War, which appears to be the Stormbreaker. In, in the toys, it looks like the Stormbreaker. Um, I'm hoping they call it the Stormbreaker. And in, in the trailers, you see one scene where he's standing in, in some sort of ship or room or something. And he lifts his hand up and, you know, lightning starts, you know, firing everywhere. Um, I am pretty sure they CGI'd out the Stormbreaker in his hand. Because you can see, like, the angle of his hand makes it look like he's holding something. He's not, like, raising his arm for white power or anything like that. Um, so, I, I think he'll be important. Um, you know, he'll create the weapon. Could be a chance he dies. Um, but again, you know, he's a god. But I guess they die. I mean, Odin died. He was a god. Uh, I think Loki's gonna die. He's a god. Um... So, I guess you don't have eternal life. So, I don't know. I guess I thought being a god would be cool, but apparently you can die. So, what the hell? Um, but yeah, I, I think uh, Thor, we've seen a full character arc from him. Uh, from, you know, being, you know, stupid boy to leader, uh, you know, hopeful leader of, of Asgard. So, uh, there's not much else for him to do. Uh, so I could see him going. Um, which leads us to Thanos. Um, clearly Thanos is living. Alright, let me say that first. Thanos is living. Uh, he will be the big bad in, in Avengers 4. Um, I'm pretty sure. But, that doesn't mean that Thanos is going to be wholly successful. Um, I have thought of so many different scenarios for how this movie could end. Um, I do like 
the theory that Thanos is gonna snap his finger at the end of the movie and then the screen goes black. That would be cool. And it's plausible. It's It can happen. Because the next movies uh, coming out um, are, of course, Ant-Man and the Wasp in the summer. Um, which, you know, is, again, supposedly set between uh, Civil War and Infinity War. So, there... It's it's happening in the before Infinity War, so it, it can happen. Um, then we have Captain Marvel um, at the, you know, in what, like March of next year? And it takes place in the 90s, which is, again, before Infinity War. Um, so, I could honestly see him snapping his finger and Avengers 4 starting with half, you know, half the universe wiped out and you know, the the heroes that are left trying to figure out what in the heck they're supposed to do. Um, but I don't think that's what's going to happen. What I can see more of happening now, I may be thinking much deeper. Then, uh, then I probably should, you know, for it being uh, a superhero movie. But I can see Thanos losing. I can see Thanos losing. I don't know how yet, um, unless I really push the whole Scarlet Witch, you know, her power being a big part of, of the pushback against Thanos. But I could see Thanos losing. Um, and he... Either because, one, he doesn't yet know how to kind of really utilize the gauntlet or the Infinity Stones to their fullest power, or he doesn't have all of them or enough of them yet. Um, but what I can see is either, one, him tapping into the Reality Stone's power, or him finally retrieving the Reality Stone, um, and he uses its power to alter something to either send him away um, considering he was losing and retreating or him just altering reality um, whatever characters had died already in the movie stay dead um, perhaps other characters disappear and you know a bunch of crap changes uh, and this is Thanos' way of saving himself um, and that's how the movie closes is with everything just chaotic. Um, I don't think the movie's going to end chaotically or snap of the finger, everything goes black. I do think we'll have some sort of closing of 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 the Avengers really defeated. I I mean, is is the most likely scenario they'll be defeated, and Thanos will have retreated left to go do something. Um, what probably search for the soul stone because I, I don't know that we're going to see that stone at all. I think its location will remain a mystery. Um, though I do believe it's with the golden people in Guardians 2. Um, I do think that it will be with or in relation to uh, Adam Warlock. Um, I think that is the best way of tying him into um, you know a future a future movie. But uh, yeah, so 
those, those are kind of the predictions uh, or my thoughts about Infinity War. Uh, I am very excited for the movie. I pre-ordered my ticket day one. Um, I bought my candy to sneak into the theater. I bought uh, Thanos socks um, to wear um, to work that day. They are, you know, kind of longer socks. Um, I, I'm not a long sock person. I, I like uh, no-show socks. Um, but, of course, you know, at work, um, I, you know, I, I dress nicely. Um, and so I do have Thanos socks for that. I'll probably still just wear them to the theater. I'll look like a goofball, but whatever. Uh, and then for Christmas, I got an Infinity Gauntlet shirt. Um, a real cool shirt that I asked for. Uh, so I'll be all decked out and ready for this movie. Um, I am excited to hear your guys' feedback about uh, what you think or predict could happen uh, in Infinity War. Uh, my hope is that for future episodes, um, I do think that they'll probably remain closer to, you know, 45 minutes. Um, I do look at this as more as, as more of a full podcast than uh, just little blurbs. Um Again, this is just the first episode. I do hope to be able to, you know, have some guests on um, and discuss uh, some other uh, geeky topics. Uh, I have a friend who's really into video games, another guy who's a huge DC fan. Um, I, myself, am kind of the, the tech the tech geek. Um, but just being able to discuss a variety of topics and, and give you guys some, some insight into some, some uh, various things, in, you know, in the pop culture world... Um, you know, but if, if you like the episode, if you like the insights, um, suggestions, things like that, you know, go ahead and, and leave a comment, um, and I'll listen to it, and I'll uh, I'll try to be pretty active, you know, and answer back um, as quickly as I can. Um, this is this has been episode one of uh, Geeky Therapy, and I hope that I have helped you escape from the hells of whatever crap you're dealing with today.